The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by Sim Trainer. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, everybody. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. Dayton's all news and talk is 1290-957-WHIO. Good afternoon and welcome to the show. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip today. It's a live show. It's been a while since we've been able to do one of these and I'm really glad that uh, I'm able to be on the air with you today. If you would like to call the show, we are going to absolutely be taking calls today at 937-457-1290. We'd love to get your input on some of the things that have been going on over the last several weeks uh, since it's been that long since we've had a live show. And uh, we'd, if you would uh, just call the studio at that number, 937-457-1290, our producer Brandon will get you on the, uh, in the queue and will give me a little bit of an idea of what it is that you'd like to talk about so that uh, we can get you up on the air and uh, get your views and your thoughts, maybe your questions, whatever it is that you have to do that has to do with, uh, that you have a question about or maybe a comment about having to do with firearms or firearm related issues. And frankly, there are a lot of those as well, things that we need to perhaps consider talking about that uh, based on stuff that has been going on in the last several weeks. Uh, there's been certainly a lot going on in the political world a lot going on uh, just around the all the state of Ohio. So uh, we'd love to get your input on those. So call the studio at 937-457-1290 and we'll get you up on the board and get you on the air. Uh, this has been just a really crazy several months as everyone knows. Uh, you've probably heard as we've talked about in the past that the number of firearm sales has been through the roof. Uh, we haven't had a whole lot of inventory ourselves but it's still something that uh, we have had a few guns and they usually last a few minutes before somebody comes in to get whatever it is they've been looking for. Uh, but that also means that along with all of those sales, there's a lot of new gun, sh uh, a lot of new gun owners and people who haven't perhaps had any training before. So we have added a lot of training to our schedule as well. If you go out to our website and you look at the calendar and you look at uh, the different classes, you'll see that we have added several. Uh, we have additional two classes for basic handgun this month. Uh, the two classes that we originally had scheduled are already filled. And so we added two more classes and there is a class uh, that will, uh, there's a class that's just recently added. So there's still quite a bit of space left in that, uh, that for the basic handgun class. Uh, we also have concealed carry classes and a lot of those have been filled. We're actually booking out into November for those. So one of the things that we've encouraged people to do is to take both basic handgun and concealed carry unless they are really quite experienced and have a lot of recent uh, practice using the firearm that they plan to use for concealed carry. One of the great benefits of the basic handgun class is that you get to try a lot of different firearms. So if that's something that you maybe have a, a gun that you were planning on using, but you've been to the range, you shot it a couple of times, and you're not really sure that's the right one for you. Uh, that's what the basic handgun class is all about. It gives you an opportunity to try all the guns that we have in our range program, or at least most of them. 
certainly any of the ones that feel good in your hand, so that you get a chance to find out what it's like when you actually shoot that firearm. You can find out guns that you don't like by just holding them. You can see, yeah, that doesn't fit my hand. My hand's too big or too small, and it's just not the right gun for me. But if you just go based on the gun that feels good in your hand and you've never had a chance to shoot it, you may find that the first time you shoot that gun, you realized it was a mistake. And, and we hate for that to happen. We've seen it happen so many times, far too often. And when that happens, it, it's tough because there's not a whole lot we can do about that except to get you in the right gun. But then you've got a gun that you now have a gun that you maybe don't like at all, or, or it might not be the gun that you want to carry and you maybe want to trade that in. We don't do that at our range. We, there are several places that do deal with used firearms, but you're never going to get out of the firearm quite what you paid for it when you bought it new, simply because once you fired it, it's no longer a new gun. And in, in some places, once you leave the store, you can't bring it back as a new gun for return either. So that's why we really like to get people an opportunity to try out several guns and then make their selection based on that informed decision that you have after you've had the chance to try several guns. So in order to enable people to do that, we've created a program called the Training Pass. And we started that a couple of years ago. It's been extremely popular and we're continuing the Training Pass program, especially through all of this uh, situation that's going on now. So if you would like to take that class, uh, the basic handgun class, and then follow up with concealed carry, that's really what the training pass is designed for. It costs the same as taking the two classes, but you also get a three-month membership to the range, and you get to use the firearms from the range program. So if you haven't purchased the firearm yet that you've decided you like, you still have the opportunity to use that firearm for the concealed carry class after you've selected it during the basic handgun class. It's a great value. A lot of people have taken that program and taken great advantage of it. I will tell you one thing, the people who do that and take both classes with the basic handgun first and then the concealed carry class do so much better in their qualification, not just in terms of the accuracy, but also especially their confidence. When they come into the range, yeah, there's a little bit, there's always that little bit of nerves from knowing you're going to be graded, which of course, that's what a qualification course of fire is all about. Yeah, you're going to be graded. But once you have that under your belt, once you've had that basic handgun, you've got those basic fundamentals, you've maybe come back to the range a few times to practice using and taking advantage of that membership, the three-month membership that you have. And then when you get to the qualification course of fire, it's really pretty straightforward. So uh, people have told us, they can't understand how anybody would do it any other way. And uh, having seen both results, I can't, I can't disagree with that. Now, maybe you're someone who's been shooting all of your life and, and you have your firearm that you've used and you're ready for. Maybe you've had a concealed handgun license in some other state and have moved to Ohio and you just need to get your concealed handgun license in Ohio. So uh, I'm getting something back in my headset. So I'm having trouble thinking and talking. Um, sorry about that. The uh, Having that opportunity to uh, get that practice in in advance, it's a great way for you to be really ready and confident and then uh, go into that concealed carry class ready to uh, qualify. So let me encourage you to do that. You can call the range at 937-293-3914 to get signed up for that. I'd encourage you to go out to our website first at sim-trainer.com 
and look at the class schedule and see which classes still have slots available. Sign up for one of them using the, the web form on the website to sign up for the class, register for the class, and then contact the range to make payment and to tell them that what you wanna do is to get the training pass and you've got the two courses that you've already pre-registered for. So that's a great way to do that. It will give you, um, it'll give you the best deal that we offer for that class, especially right now. Uh, we also have ammunition available just for people who are shooting at the range and taking our classes. So if you're if you are uh, concerned about being able to get the ammunition that you need for the class, as long as you're coming through uh, our class program and you're using especially nine millimeter because that's what we have the most of and it's um, and it is the we have a special uh, source that we can use to get some some ammunition for uh, shooting at the range. Uh, we haven't been able to get all calibers. Uh, we haven't had 380 for a while. So uh, if you have one of those and you want to shoot, we may not be able to help you. You may have to go find the ammunition and bring it with you to the range. But 9mm, we do have available for classes and for uh, for use at the range, just one tray per person uh, per visit. Unfortunately, that's that's all we can, that's all we're able to provide right now. So those, again, that's opportunities that you have because you decide you wanna take both classes, you become a member and get that three month membership to the range as part of that program. Right now, we're not taking new members to the range unless you already have a concealed handgun license or you come in through the training pass or you take our concealed carry class. So that's the only way that you can currently join Sim Trainer. That's one of the restrictions that we put in to um, accommodate all of the, the, the things for COVID-19 and, and uh, all of the, the, the different requirements from the health department. That's one of the ways that we're restricting the number of people that are in the range and people who haven't already been members. So um, it, that's, the, that's one of the few ways that you can come become a member at SimTrainer right now. So I'd encourage you to consider that if you are looking for it. In fact, if you have already scheduled a concealed carry class, let me let you, even if you haven't uh, planned on taking the basic handgun class first, we do have some slots available for basic handgun. And so if you would like to get into one of those slots, and you, even if you've already paid for your concealed carry class, just paying the $100 fee for the concealed carry class, we can still get you in with the training pass. So that's not a problem. If you'd like to take advantage of that, we'll be happy to work with you and get that straightened out. So then you would just pay for the second class, you get the training pass benefit, you'd become a three month member of the range and you'd have all the things that go with it, including that membership starting once you take your basic handgun class. So you doesn't matter when you pay for it, uh, when you take the basic handgun class, that starts the clock on your three month membership. And you'll certainly have time to take your concealed carry class well before the end of that three months and maybe get some time to come into the range and practice a few times before you take that class. So I, I really encourage you to consider that as an option. Even if you're already signed up for a concealed carry class, if you haven't had our basic handgun class, that is a really great way for you to do that. Another class I'd like to talk about, and I really didn't mean to spend quite this long in this segment talking about uh, the classes that we offer, but there's a lot that's going on. Uh, we just had our first two sessions of the riot survival class, and we've made a few adjustments. There's currently not a new, another class scheduled. We will have some scheduled shortly, but we've also found out that we really need to have people take the defensive force decisions class first, because there's a lot of legal things that get covered in that class that are relevant to how 
uh, you need to deal with a riot survival situation. So we'll have both of those classes available. Again, they're not currently up on the website. Uh, if you would like to make sure you get notified when those things come available, be sure to sign up on our website at sim-trainer.com to get email notifications. And when we have a, an update, we'll send that out. When we add classes, that's the kind of thing that we send out in that email list to let people know that there's a new class that there that's available. The first two classes were both full for the riot survival class. And I completely understand why based on everything that's going on around the world right now, things that we see in a lot of places around the country and some of the uh, some of the noise that's being made by organizations who are threatening to do things, I suspect uh, those threats will probably not be uh, acted upon, but you never know, and they certainly have been in other places. So uh, people are very interested in finding out what should I do if I'm in a situation that I need to get out of, uh, if I see something forming, how do I avoid it? What is the, What are the kinds of things I need to be aware of? What are some of the legal implications? All of that is some of the stuff that we cover in the riot survival class. But before that, you really need to understand some of the legal ramifications and when it is appropriate, and especially when it is not appropriate, to use deadly force in any kind of a situation. So that's why we've added the, uh, the defensive force decisions class as a prerequisite now for the riot survival class. So if you've not already had that class, uh, we'll, we'll get some more of those registered on the website and give you an opportunity to sign up for those. All right. Uh, again, let me remind you, this is a live show today. So if you would like to get on the show, give us a call at the studio at 937-457-1290. We'll get you up on the board and get you on the air right after the break. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to the show. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip. It's a live show today, so if you would like to get on the board and, and uh, add your comments and questions to the show, please call the studio at 937-457-1290. We'll get you up on the board and uh, get you let your question be or your comment be added to the, the discussion today. Uh, I was talking during the first segment about a lot of the training that we have available, and uh, I want to just kind of shift a little bit right now to talk about some of the things that have happened. Uh, for example, uh, this last week, the FBI released the 2019 Uniform Crime Report. And that's something that we've talked a lot about. It's uh, the, the uniform crime statistics is one of the major sources that we use to debunk myths in some cases, or to at least get to the truth about what's really happened. Uh, I know that, especially if you have a, a short uh, look back period, if you're thinking about what's happened in 2020, it doesn't seem like there's been anything that would remotely resemble a reduction in violent crime. And in fact, for 2019, again, the statistics are always pretty close to a year behind, uh, nine months at least behind uh, when actual uh, data actually happens, when, because it just takes a while for all of the police departments, all of the law enforcement agencies to get all, that, all those statistics updated and then get them consolidated, put into reports and made available to the public on the FBI website. Uh, but as I said, there, there has in the, 2019 reports are now out, and it there there was again a reduction for the third year in a row 
a reduction in overall violent crime. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that uh, happens when we look at it next year about this time to see if uh, those numbers have changed. But uh, there was, an, in, as I said, a violent crime is down overall. There has been some increase, a, a smaller increase than, uh, some, than the to overall decrease, but there is a smaller increase of uh, assault and murder over the last two years. So, that, I mean, that's important. That is, that's, I don't mean to minimize that as all, at all, um, but overall violent crime, and it kind of goes along with some of the perceptions that I've had is that what we see is a more um, aggressive, more uh, ruthless criminal in the, in the society. We, I don't completely understand that. We don't have a lot of statistics to back up the nature of uh, some of the, the types of assaults and what they, I mean, in terms of uh, exactly how the, the assault was carried out. We have them grouped into categories. That, that's how the FBI reports those statistics. And so we don't necessarily know how close someone came to being almost losing their life if it was an assault. That's what we have is, is an assault. Um, so the seriousness of some of the injuries sometimes doesn't get reported. We just know what the outcome was. The statistics, though, even even with that increase, the overall violent crime was a decrease and in some cases a fairly substantial decrease. Uh, the other thing is that property crime. Also, there was a decrease in several uh, several areas. In fact, all of the areas in property crime, those statistics also show that there was a decrease in property crime, again, through the end of 2019, which was before everything went nuts in 2020. So I just mentioned that. It's something that uh, we will dig into those statistics and give you much more analysis once we've had, a time, to, had time to look at them. Jeff is uh, really good with the statistics and obviously with his background as law enforcement for as long as he was, he understands uh, the nature of those things and how that um, information gets reported. So that's something that we'll come to on a later show. Again, this is a live show, so call in the studio at 457-1290. We'll get your information and get your, your questions or your comments up in the air. It's time now to head out into the News Center. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, this is Rush Limbaugh. This is my home in the Miami Valley. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. 1290-957. WHIO. Welcome back to the show. This is Mark Avery. Glad that you've been able to join us this Saturday afternoon, first Saturday in October. Kind of a nice crisp feel to the autumn air. Uh, I this is the one of my favorite times of year. I really do like to get out in this weather and to just kind of smell the the crisper air. It's nice to get it a little bit cooler. Yeah, we haven't started snow yet. I'm okay with that also. Uh, if you'd like to be part of the show, today we're doing a live show, so call the studio at 937-457-1290, and Brandon will get your call. Uh, give me a clue as to what it is you want to talk about, and we'll get you up on the air. I don't know how many of you follow our Facebook feed, but I would really encourage you going out to facebook.com slash simtrainer and hooking up with our Facebook feed. Uh, Jeff is not here today. Jeff is on the road. In fact, he's been on a, a tour of the Northern Plains 
and has uh, actually yesterday did a great interview with Ashley Lebinsky, who is a curator emerita from the, and also the senior firearms scholar of the Cody Firearms Museum in Wyoming. Uh, that museum opened in 1991, and then she supervised a major renovation of the entire facility that uh, then reopened late last year, right before everything shut down for the SARS-CoV-2 uh, virus that we're all dealing with right now. So uh, she happened to be there for a, a, just a couple of days. He, he was there at just exactly the right time and was able to talk to her. So we've got uh, over an hour or about an hour of uh, the time interview. You can catch it. He did it on Facebook Live. So if you want to watch the entire interview, you could do that. But I'm going to take some of that content, almost all the content, and split it up into probably two shows. And then we will have that aired here on the show, on the radio uh, starting next week. So uh, if you would like to find out more about that, or if you're interested in some of Jeff's other adventures as he's traveled across the plains, uh, go out to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash simtrainer and look at the videos. And some of them are, you know, it was a little rough to get started. Uh, it's It was still, it was a lot of fun and, and watching some of the things that are going on. Jeff's out there with a couple of, of friends, folks from the range, and they're just driving across and uh, they were in Yellowstone yesterday. Not sure where he's headed next. Uh, I know that's part of the reason he's not able to call into the show today because he really is on the road today. So, uh, if you'd like to find out more about what's going on and some of the, the trip and the tour that Jeff has been making, some of the fun they've had, some of the guns they've gotten to shoot, uh, go out to our Facebook page and take a look at the video. Uh, let's talk politics for just a few minutes. Uh, if you turned into the uh, debate on Tuesday night or, or followed up and watched it maybe from a YouTube feed or uh, on some other podcast, um, I'd love to hear from you and what you think about it. Uh, it was quite it was quite a challenge to get content out of it. Uh, for anybody who watched it, it was pretty combative. There was a lot of talking over on all three parties. Uh, so sometimes it was difficult to hear what people were saying. Um, the main reason I wanted to watch the debate was to really find out what the positions are for the candidates. And that was a little bit of a challenge. Maybe we'll get more of that in the next three debates. But I encourage you to pay attention to what's going on in the presidential election, as well as all of the elections in the state, um, because there's a lot of things that are going on. And it's important that you pay attention, not just to what's happened at the national level, but also what happens at the state and especially at your local level, because those are the things that can affect you most directly. One of those things that's happened, happened just this last week, and that was signing of House Bill 614. 614 had been passed uh, last week, and that bill extends Ohio concealed handgun licenses that were uh, that would have expired after March 9th, which was the beginning of all the, uh, the COVID shutdown. And it extends those licenses until June 30th, 2020, or for 90 days uh, beyond expiration date, if that 90 days would take you past June 30th. So your license, uh, if it if it would have expired, it has it's not going to expire now until uh, the end of June of next year. I would say that if you have a license that says it's expired, you might not want to use that to carry out of state because it's unlikely that 
the law enforcement in some other state outside of Ohio is going to understand and, and know what happened within the state of Ohio and your license says it's expired. So that's just something I'd be aware of. Uh, but on the other hand, if you have uh, tried to get an appointment and you were unable to do that to get your license renewed, that you are now, as, as of uh, the signature on that, uh, on that bill, you are now able to continue to carry your firearm. All right, we have uh, Mike from Landon who's calling and would like to get him on the air. Mike, thanks very much for calling the show. Thank you. Uh, I've, it's been probably 45, 50 years since I've handled a, a handgun, just when I was in the service. Uh, I've, I've had rifles and shotguns and everything like that, but not a handgun. I'm thinking about getting a handgun. What would you recommend? Uh, really, the, the first thing that I recommend for anybody who's looking to purchase a handgun is to try it out. Uh, and one of the easiest ways that we can get you to do that is to give you the opportunity to get the basic handgun class. Do you already have a concealed handgun license or is that something no, that I you're don't. looking to get? Okay. No, that's something I'm looking to get. Okay. Well, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we have a training pass that allows you to get both the concealed handgun license class and then preceded by the basic handgun class, which lets you try out a bunch of different guns. We have several guns in our range program. And if you have the opportunity to try a gun, that is the best way to answer the question that you that you asked, which is okay. what's your recommendation? I mean, there are so many great guns available now that it's very difficult without seeing you and, and looking at you, seeing your hands, um, understanding what's an important priority to you. It's almost impossible for me over the radio to give you a recommendation other than get a great one. But there are so many that doesn't really narrow it down much. What experience have you had before in terms of what types of firearms? Well, like I said, I mean, in terms of handguns. I, I was in the service. That's the only uh, I shot 45 in the service, and that's the only experience I've had with handguns. Okay. And that's, so, that's, and that's, and nothing wrong with a 45, but it is a complicated action, and it's something that requires a lot of practice to get right, as you, I'm sure, are aware. Uh, exactly. So there are a lot of other firearms that are just as effective and might even be more effective for a lot of people. So again, the best way is for you to uh, try some out. And the easiest way for us to get you to do that is to come take our basic handgun class. And then if you're also planning on taking concealed carry, getting them together with the training pass also gives you a three-month membership to the range where you can come back anytime during that three months after you've taken basic handgun and come down and practice uh, and, and get some more time behind the gun that you decided you like. All right. Mike, thanks very much for calling the show. Thank you very much. Um, you can go out to our website at sim-trainer.com and sign up for those classes and then call the range at 293-3914. That's area code 937-293-3914 and confirm those reservations and get the training pass all at that same time. Um, all right, great. Uh, thanks very much for calling, Mike. Appreciate that. Um, let's turn to politics for just a minute. Um, in another event, we we already have... Uh, I already talked about the debate. If you have some comments on the debate and you'd like to call in and talk about it, feel free to do that. I'd love to hear what you thought about the debate. But the other thing that happened was actually last Saturday, a week ago, uh, the uh, nominee for the Supreme Court uh, as uh, was released and was announced and there was an event. In fact, there's a lot of people that are thinking that maybe the reason that, uh, that it was it was as a result of that event 
that there may have been some contagion of the COVID-19, and that's why the president is currently in hospital. Don't know that to be the case, but uh, certainly some people have made that connection. But the point is, um, the Supreme Court nominee, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, has been uh, has has been made. And in fact, I was uh, able to be on a telephone call, an interview with several of her colleagues, people who have known her either as their law professor uh, or clerk for her or worked with her. And some of the comments that they had were very enlightening. They, of course, every one of them had just great things to say. Um, and in fact, I've not heard anybody that had anything to say about her competence or about her uh, her judicial philosophy or about the way that she views the law that is anything but just completely top notch. I don't think we could have found much in the way of a better person to, nom to, to nominate to sit on the Supreme Court. Um, obviously, there's a lot of people who don't want the, this president to make a nomination at all. They think that they should somehow, he should have somehow held off until after the election, uh, that there's no real justification for that other than because that's preference. But certainly uh, it is the responsibility of the president to nominate and the responsibility of the Senate to advise and consent to that nomination. And we'll see how that process goes. Uh, but there's a lot of information that we have about her based on previous cases, based on the fact that she has been on the, on, uh, at the court level so we have decisions, we have writing. Uh, also, not surprisingly, both the National Rifle Association and the National Shooting Sports Foundation have come out in support of her nomination and think that uh, that would be a, a great addition to the Supreme Court. Uh, the gun control crowd, also not surprising, has come out and would like to stop or at least delay that confirmation. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that rolls. Uh, there's, there's a whole lot more information uh, available on her than we have had on some other nominees. And I think that's a good thing. I think having as much of the, of, as we can about that information, I would encourage people to look. Of course, most of us are not going to have uh, much to weigh in on except to contact our senators, which I strongly encourage you to do. You've heard that many times from this show. We always encourage you to be actively communicating with your elected representatives. And that includes the US senators from the state of Ohio. Uh, my, uh, my guess is I know how they will vote, but I hope I'm wrong, simply because I don't think that this is a political nomination. I know that there's people that would disagree with that, but when you look at her background, when you look at her credentials and you look at her history, that's something that absolutely um, you can't, I don't think you could find, I've, I've certainly in, in the years that I've been following the Supreme Court, I've never seen someone who has as competent and as experienced and with as high reviews as this nominee. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over the next few weeks, uh, whether that happens before the election or after the election, uh, lots of possibilities there. So that's one more thing I think that is important to follow. If you support the Second Amendment, this is an area where that's, that's pretty important to pay attention to, see what is gonna happen uh, on the Supreme Court. I don't think that's the place that the Second Amendment should be resolved and supported. It it obviously can be. Uh, so that's something to pay attention to. All right, we're going to take our last break for the hour. Again, if you'd like to get on the show, give us a call at the studio at 457-1290, area code 937-457-1290, and Brandon will get you up on the board. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. 
Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to the show. This is Mark Avery for Shooting from the Hip, and we've just got a few minutes left. Uh, we got a call earlier in the show from someone who didn't want to go on the air but had a question about whether or not we have a class or training available for weapon retention. So that's for if you're not familiar with that concept, it is uh, learning techniques that will allow you to make sure that you keep your weapon if someone decides they want to try to take it from you. And that's not something that we offer in a class, but we do cover that in private lessons. So if that's something that you're interested, if you, that's a definitely an advanced training kind of skill. Uh, it's something that we might sometime in the future begin to add, but it's something that requires, uh, it, it is a very hands-on, it's very one-on-one -on -one type of instruction that would be required anyway. So being doing that in a private lesson really is a great way to do that. Uh, so if you are interested in that, getting that kind of training, uh, learning, taking your concealed carry preparation to the next level, contact the range at 937-293-3914 or send us an email from our website at sim-trainer.com and then click on the contact link and we will get you scheduled uh, for a private lesson, probably with Jeff uh, because he's the one that does most of that kind of training and, uh, and then we'll get you the experience that you need so that you'd be better prepared. Uh, thinking and talking about being better prepared, uh, sometimes that's not all about firearms and firearms only. So uh, this morning, in fact, for throughout most of this week, there has been an exercise that talks about, so what happens when things don't go the way they're supposed to and our communications systems aren't working? Uh, I am uh, an amateur radio licensee. I have a technician's license working on my general and my extra license. Uh, there's a lot of people in this area. I'm a member of the Amateur Radio Emergency Service for Greene County. Uh, and there was an exercise that's been going on uh, for the, this throughout the end of this weekend that talks about how do we communicate between emergency responders, uh, first providers, as well as um, hospital personnel when they need information or they need to get some consults and they don't have the typical way. Maybe our networks are down for whatever reason. Um, and that can we use the 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 resource of those people who are just love radio like me right amateur radios that's what that's what amateur is all about we just love this i've been I've, although i've just only been recently licensed i've been doing it since i was in high school um in in terms of uh, all of the technology and so forth it's kind of something i'm interested in so that's a scenario that's just been going on and if that's something that you're interested in, you might want to consider getting your uh amateur radio license and be able to be part of the the response emergency response like for instance during uh, after the aftermath of the tornadoes uh, last year at memorial day i mean uh, uh, yeah memorial day weekend that's the kind of stuff that amateur radio typically steps up in and helps out with so if that's something you're interested in maybe that's something you might want to consider to add to your preparations all right again let me remind you that we've got plenty of classes available um, that we've added so go to our website at sim-trainer.com sign up for the class if you're looking at getting your concealed handgun license also consider the training pass which gives you your basic handgun class as well thanks very much for being a part of the show today i've really enjoyed being here i hope you have as well this is mark avery for shooting from the hip on 1290 and 95 7 whio dayton's news and talk
It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.